Hello and welcome to episode 257 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. So on this week's In Focus session, I am going to be breaking down one of my favorite talks from the teacher and spiritual philosopher, Sid Banks. I've got a page full of notes. I actually had 10 pages full of notes, but I had to condense them down to one page uh, and some key points that I wanted to share from this talk uh, to record this episode. Um, and what I love about Sid is a bit of his backstory is like Sid was just an ordinary dude. Like he wasn't someone who was out here being trained to be some sort of enlightened human being. He was just an ordinary guy going about his life, working in a factory in Canada. And one day he had this amazing insight which changed his life and went on to change the lives of many people. And Sid's work's very hard to come by. Um, I'm very lucky to have quite a few of his recordings in my personal collection, which is why I want to go down, go through them one by one, um, or the best ones that, that, that have hit me the hardest, and share with you guys some of the learnings that I've made from his talks, because like I said, they're not really easily accessible. Um, this one is going to be a breakdown of his talk, Beyond the Word. Um, if you do want to listen to the to the audio, the full talk, then please just DM me at I am Alex Manzi on Instagram or TikTok. Ask me for the Sid episode beyond the word and I'll be happy to share the link with you so that maybe some of the stuff that I'm talking about, once you finish listening to this episode, will make a bit of sense. Um, but this is this is a live talk that he, he gave in front of a, a group of people. I'm not sure exactly where in the world it was. Um, and he opens the talk by saying, don't try to intellectually understand what's being said. Look for a positive feeling because all truth comes via a positive feeling. And then he says that everyone has the answers inside. And this reminds me of a conversation that I had the other day. Um, I was talking to a client of mine and he asked me, like, Alex, how do I know when I'm listening to my wisdom? And I just said to him, like, dude, it's, it's because it feels good. <laughs> like it always comes with a positive feeling. Because the, 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 what exists beyond the word, which is what Sid's talking about in this, um, in this talk, is who we are beyond everything, beyond all the labels that we give ourselves, beyond all of the thinking that we have, beyond the, you know, the stereotypes, beyond our skin color, our religion, where we grew up and all of that stuff, right? It's who we really are at our core. And who we are at our core is an innate, ever-present, um, divine truth and unconditional love and anything that is not coming from a place of unconditional love is going to feel like or be experienced as a negativity in your life so when you have those little nuggets of wisdom that come to you and they feel good that's because they're coming from that deep place within you they are coming from the truth they are coming from that essence that core of your being which is why they always come with a good feeling because how can unconditional love not feel good, right? Unconditional love, as I see it, is like the the love that a parent has for their child. It doesn't matter what they're doing, how they're feeling, whatever. They're going to make sure that their child is well-fed, is well-looked after, you know, has a roof over its head, et cetera, et cetera. That is unconditional love. And that same unconditional love is us at our core. So when we have these moments of insight or wisdom, they always come to us via a positive feeling because anything coming from that truth is coming from un unconditional love. 
And to me, it's impossible for anything that's coming from unconditional love, pure, divine, ever-present, unconditional love to come with a negative feeling. It can't. It has to come with a positive feeling, which is why Sid says, like, look for a positive feeling because truth comes via a positive feeling. And there's actually a little story that I want to I want to share with you guys of something that happened to me uh, the other week. Um, I woke up on uh, a couple of Fridays ago now and I just felt like out of sync. I just felt completely out of whack with how, you know, I normally feel when I wake up. It's just something was off. I didn't know what. I didn't try to explore it. I didn't try to get into it. It was just off. So I went through my, you know, usual morning, went to the gym, uh, Friday morning, went to a gym, um, came home, had my breakfast, had my shower, sat down at my desk, had my morning call. And I, I was sort of moving through it all like, okay, I, I wasn't feeling like, okay, like this is the best of the best of me, right? It was just whatever, but it was, it was still good. Like it was still fine. I still got through it. And usually at lunchtime, um, I sit down and have lunch and I block out two hours so I can have lunch with my mum and then we go and take the dog for a walk. So I came downstairs. It was a beautiful day in, in the UK in London, a beautiful day on that Friday. We were sat out in the garden eating our lunch. My mum said to me like, do you want to, do you want to come for a walk? Like, are you going to come for a walk after lunch? And I just looked there and I said, you know what? I don't know if I can be bothered. She was like, why not? I was like, I don't know. I just, I just can't be bothered. And then I had like a load of thinking going on in my head that was like, oh, go on, go for the walk. Don't be lazy. Like, it will be good for you. Like, it'll give you some energy. It might wake you up a bit. Like, this is your daily, like some of your daily exercise. Go and get your steps in. And all of this thinking kicked in. And I caught myself. And, and I reminded myself that like the, the, the wisdom here in this situation of what I should do is inside of me. So I just quietly just like asked myself in my head, what do I need right now? And what came to me was the, 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 the thought, the piece of wisdom that said to just lie down for half an hour or 40 minutes or whatever. And that felt good to me. It came with a positive feeling. It came with the feeling of like, yeah, that sounds really good, actually. That sounds like it'll be really nice to do right now. So I said to my mum, I'm not going to come for a walk. You, you take the dog out. I'm just going to I'm just gonna lie down and chill and just close my eyes and just lie there. So I did that. I just lay on like the little furniture piece we've got in the garden. Sun was on my face. I set an alarm for like 40 minutes because I had a call at three o'clock. I didn't want to miss it. And I just laid there. I just closed my eyes. I didn't really do anything. I looked up at the sky, looked at the, listened to the birds. Um... And then my alarm went off and I got up and um, I, 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 as I got up, I just felt better. I felt more energized. And I spoke to one of my mentors about this, Keith Blevins, the other day. And I, and I told him that story. And I said to him, like, why, why, why did I feel so much better after that? And he said, because it sounds like to me, you listen to your wisdom. That's your ultimate productivity is listening to your wisdom. And by listening to it, it allowed you to do what you needed to do in that moment and therefore, when you got back up from your lie down, like you were a lot more balanced. You were back in harmony with yourself. And the rest of my day was fantastic. And this is this is kind of what, what Sid's pointing to when he says like listening to your wisdom, listening to your truth that's inside of you comes, always comes, and it must come via a positive feeling because it's what you need in that moment. And we've always got access to that wisdom. It's always there. It's ever present. It never moves. It's unmovable. It's unchangeable. It's ever present. It's always there. Um, and that is just like something that I've really been recognizing for myself in the last few months, really. But that, that little story from a couple of Fridays ago really, really highlighted it to me.
Um, and then later in the talk, Sid goes on to say, you've got to find the now. It's whatever is happening now, minus your negative thoughts from the past. Negative feelings and experiences of the past create whatever you are now. They create behavior, the way you think and see life. When you go back into the past, you are reinforcing it. Then he goes on to say, the past only exists in your head via memory. And what is memory? Memory is created by thought. When you see what thought really is, you are free. And I love that because it's a really good reminder that it doesn't matter like what's happened in our life, all of these experiences that have shaped us in somewhat and have influenced who we are today and the way that we think and the way that we experience things and the way that we react to certain situations. What Sid's saying is like that stuff, that, that, those experiences now in the now, when you find that now, they don't actually exist anymore. They only exist via thought, via your memory, which comes via thought. You can't have a memory about something without thinking about it. Therefore, it must come from a, a, a thought first. And when we relive those moments from our past, we bring that experience and how we felt about it into the now. But right now in this present moment, right here, that doesn't exist. It only exists through our thought. And he says at the end, like when you see what thought really is, you are free because thought is completely illusionary. <laughs> like it's not the truth of reality. It's not the truth of our existence. It's not the truth of who we are. It's just how we, um, it, it's a gift that we have that allows us to perceive and experience the reality that we live. And each of us will make that, that, that personal to us, right? Will make the thinking that we have personal to us. If I think about something that happened in my past, that's personal to me and I make it mean something about me right now. And therefore it shapes my experience now in, in this moment and it creates my reality that I have. Whereas what Sid's talking about exists, existing beyond the word is that unconditional love. It's that, it's that uh, pure essence of presence. It's a divine truth. And that divine truth always exists within us beyond all of the thinking that we have, beyond the words that we speak, beyond the words that we think, beyond the memories that we think about. So no matter what's happened in the past, no matter how horrific or how traumatic or how happy or how amazing or how joyful like those things don't exist now. And that's not to say like, oh, forget about them and, and whatever. It's just understanding that they no longer exist now. So they can't affect us in the present moment. The only way that they can affect us in the present moment is if we relive them and bring them back into the present by thinking about them and, and, and thinking about the memories, which then create our experience based on what we experienced in that memory that we have. We relive, we relive the past through our thought via memory. And that's all we're ever doing. It doesn't exist now. It's never something that can affect us now. And when you see that, as, as Sid says, when you see what thought really is, you're free. Because any 
trauma, any um, conditioning, any self-created stories, beliefs that you're holding onto about yourself from the past don't actually exist. They only exist via your thoughts, via memory. And if that's not the most freeing thing that I've ever heard or you've ever heard, then I don't know what is. Because if you can see through that thing as just being thought, you're free. You're free of conflict. You're free to experience the true reality of life. And I think that's so powerful. And for me, like that understanding has changed so much. It's helped me drop so much thinking that I've had about myself from my past. It's helped me drop the thinking of who I thought I is because I, you know, used to suffer from depression or I had suicidal thinking or um, I had severe anxiety. Like none of that stuff has any truth in the moment. That's all experiences of the past. When I go and think about those things, yeah, it brings those things back into my reality now. But it doesn't have to be my experience now because it exists only in thought. My actual reality exists beyond the thinking before the thought happens from that place of unconditional love, from that place of pure essence, the pure living, pure being. And that's so powerful to me. So the next uh, piece that I of this talk that I wanted to pick up on is where Sid says, Thought is the missing link between love and anger. Thought is the missing link between happiness and sadness. It's the missing link all humanity has been looking for. There's nothing negative in this world that doesn't come from thought. There's no hate that doesn't come from thought. There's no prejudice that doesn't come from thought. Truth has no color, no creed, no bad feelings. And what I really take from this is that the, when he talks about it, thought being the missing link, it's like we, we think that because I'm experiencing anger or because I'm experiencing love or because I'm experiencing happiness or sadness, it's coming via something outside of me. It's coming from something external, a person, a thing, a place, a holiday, a job, more money, whatever. But it's not true. Because it's our thought that creates that feeling. It's our thought that brings that feeling into existence in the now. And when we really see that, like Sid says, the truth, it has no color, it has no creed, it has no bad feelings. The truth is neutral in a way, right? There's no good or bad about the truth. It just is what it is. There's no hate, there's no love, there's no... You know, and again, I'm, I'm trying to um, intellectualize and put to words something that can't really be described, right? So when I say love and hate, the love that I'm talking about is different from the love when that I mentioned when I said unconditional love, right? It's like the perception we have of what love is, right? So there's no love or hate. There's no happiness or sadness. There's no good or bad. There's no positive or negative. It just, it just is. And... This is the thing that if we understand that for ourselves as a society, it's going to end a lot of conflict. It's going to end a lot of the wars, a lot of the uh, hatred towards certain communities or people or religions or whatever. Because when you're coming from a place of, of unconditional love, there is understanding. 
we see that we are all one as people. There's no difference between you or me or your neighbor or someone on the other side of the world or someone who looks different or has grown up in a different religion or has a different skin color or a different sexuality. There's no difference between us underneath all of those labels. We are all one. And thought is the thing that creates that separation. It creates the divide that we think we see and that we think we experience via all of those labels. But when you see that it's just thought playing its role, it really sets you free. And it's like, I used to have a bunch of thinking about like, what does it mean for me to have grown up in North London and in, a, in an Italian community and, you know, a, a Christian and all this stuff, right? It makes me different from someone who's grown up in India or as a, a Punjabi and, you know, a Sikh religion or whatever. It doesn't. Yes, okay, our experiences externally would have been different, probably quite different. Yes, we look different. Yes, we probably speak different. We probably have different beliefs and different um, ideas about the world. We conceptualize things differently. But all of that stuff is just being created by our personal thinking. It's being created through thought. And that's why thought's the missing link. We can look at people's behaviors. We can look at people's upbringings. We can look at people's um, way of life. We can look at, you know, the culture, the society, the school they went to, the teachers they had, the mentors they had, the group of friends they had, the, you know, the sports that they played. We can look at all of it, their parentage. We can look at all of it, right? But none of it means anything unless we understand the role of thought. And when I've really understood the role of thought in my own life, it's helped me to drop so much stuff. It helped me to get away from being someone who was, in inverted commas, depressed, right? That's how I viewed, that's how I experienced my life for a very long time, for seven or eight years. And when I realized, like, it was just thought that was creating that experience. It was just thought that was creating this identity of being depressed. It helped me um drop a lot of that thinking it was like it was like carrying a backpack with a load of heavy rocks and one by one i was like taking these rocks out and looking at them and being like oh that's just a thought i can put it down and the backpack was getting lighter then i'd pull the next one out and be like oh that's just a thought as well oh, i can put it down backpack's getting lighter and the more i did that in my life the more i saw that this stuff that was creating a conflict in my life these negativities internal negativities even the external negativities were just being created by my own thinking and perception of that thinking in the moment. The more that I saw that, the more that I did that, it allowed me just to take the backpack off and put it down rather than taking the rocks out one by one. Now, don't get me wrong. I still get caught by stuff. I still get caught in the thinking of like, oh, I need to earn more money. Oh, what if I'm, you know, living my life in this way? What if I'm, you know, don't, get to go on holiday ever again what if you know uh, could my relationship be better could this be like yes i still get caught in it but when i bring it back to like oh it's just thought that's creating this stuff it allows me to free myself from that thinking and come back to the now that um sid was talking about earlier and i see that there's like there's nothing negative in the now there's nothing negative in this moment. It's just thinking that creates the illusion that there is. 
And there's a final piece to this talk where Sid says, confidence and particularly insecurity are nothing but a reaction to thought and believing your thinking to be true. When you believe that insecurity, you'll live in an insecure world. And what he's saying is like, when you believe some of the thinking that you have to be true, it creates it as your reality. I'll go back to my example of depression. I'm depressed. I'm a depressed person. I'm not happy in my life. I'm not happy with who I am. I'm not comfortable with who I am. I don't feel comfortable in my own skin. When I believed that thinking to be true, then that was the world that I lived in. When I have thoughts and thinking that appears to be stressful and I believe that I am stressed, then that becomes my reality. I'm now stressed. When I'm on holiday, for example, and I have thinking that's like, oh, it's so beautiful and it's so peaceful and uh, there's, there's nothing to do. I can just take my time. And I believe that thinking to be true. That becomes my reality. So it's not the fact that I was on holiday that creates that feeling, that the, the experience, it's the thinking that I'm believing or choosing to believe in that moment that creates the experience of a nice, peaceful, relaxing holiday, right? Because really and truly, I could have a nice, peaceful, relaxing experience at home. I could have a nice, peaceful, relaxing experience on the tube in rush hour. Like it doesn't have to be, oh, I need to go over there to get this feeling or do that thing because that's not how it works, right? It's the thinking that we have that creates the experience. And this idea of like living um, or believing your insecure thinking to be true, creating an insecure world is exactly what we're talking about here. It's creating the reality in front of you to be true based on the thinking that you're believing about yourself that you're having. And when you really see that, you think like, right, it's a bit mad, isn't it? It's like, that's a bit mad. Like all of this thinking is just creating this reality. But yeah, like we don't realize that's what's going on a lot of the time because we believe it to be true because it looks very true. And it's like the more that you see, oh, this is, I'm stressed right now because of the thinking that I'm having about X. It's not because my to-do list is, is a whole sheet of A4 paper. It's because my thinking about having a list of A4 paper as a to-do list that is creating the experience of stress and that I'm believing that I am stressed because I have that in front of me. And it's a, it's a very mad, surreal thing when you start to realize that's how our mind works. That is the truth of how our feelings are created. And again, like when you go beyond all of that, we are always centered and returned back to harmony, back to peace, back to clarity, back to unconditional love. That stuff is the ever-present, the divine, non-changing, non-movable, like essence of us, the essence of, of the universe, that unconditional love that is, that is throughout everything that we see around us through nature, through you know, like I said, parents and, and their young children through the way owners look after their dogs, through, you know, the way a young um, duck will look after its ducklings. Like that is who we are at our core. And when we step away from all of this stuff, when we step away and beyond the word, that's what we, re we re return to. Beyond the thinking, that's what we, we return to. And it's really powerful to remember that. And there's a, there's a line right at the end of the talk 
where someone in the audience asks Sid, and it's a bit muffled, the audio is not that great, but from what I gather, the, the question is, he's asked Sid, like, you know, what do you believe our mission in life is? Like, or he, maybe he asked Sid, like, what, what's your mission in life? Like, what, what do you, like, with all of this understanding, what's your mission in life? And Sid just says, our mission in life is to find our inner self. Because our inner self is everything that we're looking for outside of us. That peace, that calm, that serenity, that unconditional love, that knowing, the feeling that everything's okay, that everything will be okay, that nothing needs to be done and nowhere needs, needs to be uh, gotten to. That is our inner self. So if that's the only mission that we have in life, returning to that, then the whole world is going to live in existence of pure unconditional love and understanding and presence. And to me, that's going to make the world a beautiful place. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that you've taken something from it. As I said at the start, if you want to listen to the talk from Sid in full, then please DM me on Instagram at IamAlexManzi or TikTok, same handle. Um, and let me know, just ask me for Beyond the Word by Sid Banks. And I'll be happy to share the link with you. I would also ask you if you've taken something from this episode, if you've learned something from this episode, even if you've not agreed with something in this episode, like please hit me up on Instagram, DM me at IamAlexManzi. Let me know what that thing is because I'd love to continue and build this conversation because I think the teachings in these talks are so powerful and they've changed my life for the greater. They're changing who I'm being and how I'm showing up, up in my life every day. They're changing the way that I'm creating the life in front of me every day. And if I can share some of that with you, I would be more than happy to do so. So please share the, the biggest learning or takeaway or thing that you don't agree with with me via the DMs. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, then send them the link, send them the screenshot, because it's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. You know, I started this podcast because I wanted to inspire a positive change in the world, and you can be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. So I want to thank you for spending the time with me today, and I will see you for the next episode.